Thank you for joining us today as Pastor Tim shares the Word of God. Our prayer is that your life will be touched by the Spirit of Almighty God and constant, powerful truths that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's join Pastor Tim with today's message. You know, we're being told that all religions are the same. All religions have the same validity in our lives. We're being told that Christmas is just one of many holidays. But, but I've been noticing some glaring facts that obviously are being pushed aside. Uh, we go to the post office, we go to the revenue office, get license on our car, we go to the bank on a fairly regular basis and are shocked that it's closed. What, what's it closed? And you got to find somebody that tells you, well, it's Columbus's birthday, or it's Martin Luther King's birthday, or it's George Washington's birthday. I mean, you got to ask, why is this closed? You don't have a clue. You drove up there. No one ever, ever goes to get license on their car at the revenue office on December 25th and doesn't know why it's closed. Nobody. I don't care who you are, you don't go to mail a letter on December 25th and go, what the heck's going on here? Why the clothes today? No one. In the midst of being told that all religions are the same and are of equal importance in America, is anybody aware that Muhammad's got a birthday? That Buddha's got a birthday? That Reverend Moon's got a birthday? And every city in America does not line their main street with lights on any of those other leaders' birthday. I mean, look at the office parties. I mean, look at the party. Do you get to the point where I don't want to go to another party? I mean, we've gone to one party after the next. with Chris. We don't ever do that on these other leaders' birthdays. The, the, you know, I, no other leaders' crew, Religious leaders' birthday has the effect. Does anybody, or is anybody aware that the month of December has more effect on all retail stores than the other 11 months put together? And that doesn't happen on any other religious holiday, yet they're telling us, oh, they're all the same. They all have about the same validity you know, the fact is, if you don't confess Mohammed as Lord, chances are you don't have a clue when his birthday is. But I begin to notice people that don't confess Jesus as Lord, people that don't even go to church know what day Jesus' birthday is. They're fully aware of what day Jesus' birthday is. And they may not ever go to church nor confess Jesus as Lord, but they buy a present for their husband or their wife. And there's only one reason for that tradition. God so loved the world that he gave, and in honor of we don't give presents on George Washington's birthday. Don't tell me that all holidays are happy holiday. It's just another one of many holidays. Don't tell me that. I'm just looking around, and all religions are not the same, nor do they have the same effect. Christmas is a big deal. It's a big deal. The title of today's message is, 
why? I mean, why is Christmas? He's uh, just a religious leader and he has a birthday and every religious leader has a birthday. Why is Christmas a big deal? Let's pick up right where we left off last week in part one. Romans chapter five, verse 12. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says, when Adam sinned, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. And Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, I want you to know where that is. Adam sinned. And then through the Adamic seed, sin was passed on to every person. God created man with a choice. God created man and gave him a choice to follow and to serve God. God told man in Genesis chapter 2 verse 17, In the day you eat of it, I won't be your Lord. You'll be your own Lord. You'll make your own decisions. You'll do your own thing. In the day you eat of it, you will die. Now, we know Adam and Eve didn't uh, kick over and die. They died a spiritual death. And so spiritually, man was separated from God. There was no communication between mankind and God because sin produced an gap that cannot be bridged. We got a sin problem. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, when Adam did that, then he through his seed passed on sin to every man. The Adamic seed passed sin to every man. This is not a deep theological concept. This is not a debatable issue. Don't start debating with me. Well, Tim, I believe mankind is basically good. Well, then you have been completely and totally blind your whole life. Because clearly you have never had a baby. From an infant, no baby lays in there and plays with those toys that are on that deal that hangs in their crib and says, Mom's been up with me 17 times tonight. This diaper's wet, but it's kind of warm. It ain't that bad. I'll lay here and let her get some sleep. No infant does that. All they think about is themselves. They are the epitome of selfishness. That infant quickly becomes two years old. You put two two-year-olds in a room and put 50 toys on the floor in there, and they'll fight over the same one. The fact is, one of them will bite the other one on the arm, and you've got to go over and unclamp them and get them up. Come on, don't. Have you ever babysat? Have you ever been around children? Have you ever observed kids? Don't tell me that man is basically born good. We have been born with an Adamic sick. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that. Have you ever been to a three-day seminar that teaches you how to worry? Look, hey, listen, I want all the men together. I heard about a seminar. There's one in town. I want all of us men to go. It teaches us how to be afraid and walk in fear. It'll teach you when the doctor gives you a difficult report or when something happens. It'll teach you how to instantly let fear grab your emotions. Well, it's three days. I think we ought to all go to it. 
Look, all right, women, there's a, there's a seminar, and I want all of our women to go to it. It's Friday, all day Saturday. I want you to go. It teaches you how to have a sharp and smart aleck tongue. It'll teach you how to turn around and bite at your husband. It'll teach you how to gossip effectively. Have you ever seen a seminar on that? No. Why? Don't tell me that mankind is born basically good. We have a sin nature. And you're born with the Adamic seed. A sin nature with the infant, with the two-year-old, and with the adult. Go to Romans chapter 7. Verse 14, the trouble's not with the law. I know I ought to be good. I agree with I ought to be nice. I agree with the fact that you shouldn't gossip. I agree with the fact that you shouldn't have a short temper. I mean, I'm good with all of that. It's not with the law. It's spiritual and good. Verse 14, the trouble is within me. That's where the trouble is. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm human. I am a slave to sin. A slave to, oh, Tim, I'm a slave to sin. Don't tell me that. You are a slave to sin. Verse 15, I don't understand myself. I, I mean, I do not get this. I want to do what is right, but dead gummit, I'd go out and do the wrong thing instead. I would ask for a show of hands if you understand that. But there would be some that wouldn't lift their hands and you would be a liar. So I won't embarrass you. Every one of us in here understands what that verse is. Everybody in here, I want to, come on, guys, I want to be a good guy. Really, I do. I want to be a nice guy. I want to be a good guy. And I turn right around, say something smart, Alec. I, I turn right around. I mean, I want to be a good guy on the phone this last week. This guy has jacked me around and jacked me around. And I mean, I flew into him and I let him have it. And in the middle of the conversation, I said, sir, I've got to ask your forgiveness. I shouldn't have said none of that. And I'm sorry. I'm just mad. Don't I? This is not a theological discussion. I don't understand myself right here. I do what I hate. Verse 16. If I know that what I'm doing is wrong, I, this shows I agree with the law. It's good. So I'm not the one doing wrong. It is sin that is living within me. That's what's doing it. Verse 18. And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is why my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do good, but I don't do it. I want to do what, I don't want to do what is wrong, but I just do it anyway. If I do what I don't want to do, I'm really not the one doing wrong. It is the sin that lives in me that's doing this. Verse 21, I've discovered a principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what's wrong. Now, there's you a principle in life to discover. I love God's law with my whole heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave 
to the sin that is still within me. Verse 24, what a miserable person I am who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin. Christmas is a big deal. Verse 25, the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Sin nature has you. Don't tell me it doesn't have you. Let's just don't be foolish here. Sin nature's got you. It has you. And you are a slave to it. I mean, you want to do right. You want to be a nice person. You turn around and do what's wrong. The other day, my wife was waiting on me. I was laying in my chair, and she was waiting on me and serving me. And she said something to me, and I snapped at her, snapped at her. I said, babe, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm irritable right now, and I'm just sorry. I don't want to say something like that. Why would I do that? I got to send nature. Who's going to get me out of this mess? I want to do what's right, but I don't do it. Ask anybody who's arguing with you and say, well, I don't know if I believe in God. I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in sin. I don't believe in heaven or hell. Just ask them one question. Have you ever said anything you didn't want to say? Have you ever acted in a way you didn't want to act? Why? That's good. Yeah. The, the argument's over. The argument's over. Verse 17, I'm not the one doing it. It is sin living inside me. There is a sinful nature that we are born with. Now, here's what I want you to get, church. Other religions teach maybe some worthwhile ideas. Maybe they teach some spiritual sounding philosophies. Some of you young people, when you go to college and you get involved in other classes that teach world religions and you get sucked into some cult and you will change your name and leave your mom and dad and you're going to go live in some cult. If you're going to go and get in some other religion, you something else is going to sound good and you're going to wrap a towel around your head and walk around with that. I don't, you're going to get sucked into some other religion that sounded good. Here's what you need to know. There's a sin issue. All other religions, I don't care if it does sound good to you to wrap a towel on your head. I don't care if it does sound good to you to join another religion. I don't care if you say, oh, it'd be great. I'm going to go out to the desert and sit cross-legged and hum all night. I mean, you're going to get sucked into some other religion. Here's what you need to know today. You're still controlled by a sin nature, and that's your problem. That is the issue. No, 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 no. All religions aren't the same. Don't ever fall for that lie because no other religion deals with the sin nature. Oh, Tim, this religion and this philosophy and this ideology and let me sit down and share with you. We got a sin issue. Bottom line is we got a sin issue and there's no other religion that deals with the sin issue. There is only one Savior in the world that saves man from doing 
what he didn't want to do, for saying what he didn't want to say, for acting in a way he didn't want to act. And when you do that, you deserve judgment and you deserve condemnation. Let's just don't get started putting all of our past up here on this screen today. Oh, Tim, if anybody in here knew my past, they'd run me out of this church. Let me just assure you, if you knew my past, you wouldn't be in this church. So let's just don't put all of our past up here because we all have a Savior that has saved us from our past. And there's only one option for that to happen. So don't get sucked in when you go off to school to some other religion. You need to know there's a sin issue and there's only one way to handle that. There's only one way to handle the sin problem. Turn to John chapter 1. There are many religions. And there are many religions that baptize people. There are many religions that call for repentance. In fact, there was a man baptizing people and calling them to repent. There's a world full of people saying, you're bad, you ought to turn around. You're evil and you ought to make some changes in your life. How many of you at one point in your life had a mom or a dad saying, you need to make some changes? What you're doing is wrong. You need to make some. I know I need to make some changes. I can't. I'm a slave to this. I'm sucked into this. There's a man named John. He baptizes. He's calling people to repent. But this has never been said before about anybody, nor has it ever been said since. John chapter 1, verse 29. Behold. See, we understood about I sin, so go kill a spotless lamb and let his blood cover my sin. We knew how to cover sin. We knew how to hide sin. We knew how to make atonement for sin. But in verse 29, the first time this has ever been said in the world, behold, the lamb of God who, look at this, who does what? He takes away the sins of the world. Behold, the lamb of... Christmas is a big deal. And there won't be anybody go try to mail a letter on December 25th. Everybody understands and everybody knows. Christmas is a big deal. Behold, the Lamb of God who doesn't make atonement for my sin, who doesn't cover my sin, my sins have been taken away. They have been taken away. And because of that, Christmas is a big deal. This is a big deal. No other religious leader before Jesus, not any since Jesus, has dealt with the sin nature. A lot of religions tell you what not to do. Don't eat pork or don't eat anything unclean or don't eat this or don't wear that or don't walk on the same side of the street as this person or dress like this or don't dress like that or women, here's how many feet you walk behind a man or don't go over there or don't do that or don't touch this or don't listen to that. But the key that I want you to leave with today is no other religion and no other religious leader deals with the problem of sin. They don't. 
All other religions clearly have an attractant to them or people wouldn't be attracted. So there's something about them that has a magnetizing part that draw. There's something about that that lures people into that religion. And all religions have something that will sound good, make you feel good, make you feel successful. All religions have something that draws you to them. Cults have something that would cause you to change your name and leave your family and disown them and go to a place where they can't even find you and join into a cult. There's something about that that draws you, that lures you, that makes you feel good. But never, ever, ever forget there is a sin problem in your life and there are consequences for sin in your life. There is judgment. There is wrath. There is consequences to sin. There is a heavy price to sin. There is consequences that bring very difficult moments in your life and the end result of sin is death and no other cult, no other religious leader, no other way you dress deals with the sin issue in mankind we don't have a class in grade school that teaches you to bully we don't have a class in grade school that teaches you to hurt another child's feelings on the playground and make them cry because of the song you sang about them or the name you called them we don't have a class in elementary school that teaches children to be mean we don't have seminars for adults to teach you how to be mad, teach you how to hate, teach you how to live in bitterness successful. I want to teach you how to be unforgiving. We got a seminar that will teach you how to have hate in your heart. We got a three-day seminar that will teach you to walk in deeper and deeper levels of hate. We don't have seminars like that. You're born with a sin nature. Why is Christmas Such a big deal. It's because wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. It's the Lamb of God. Go to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, while she was still a virgin. The Holy Spirit overshadowed her and fertilized an egg that was in her womb. And she became fertile without the Adamic seed. She became fertile, but it bypassed the Adamic seed. Verse 19. 
Joseph, her fiance, was a good man. And he didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, verse 20, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David. The angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Not the Adamic seed that passes down sin to all mankind. She was fertilized by a seed that was not from Adam, but was from the Holy Spirit. And she's going to have a son. You will call him Jesus and he, verse 21, and he will save his people from their sin. Take a class in world religion, study all the religions of the world, and you will never read that sentence. You'll never read that sentence. Every person in this world has wanted to do right, but has gone out and done wrong. I don't want to do that. I want to be good. Guys, I want to be a good man. But if you've been around me very long, you'll hear my smart mouth. If you've been around me very long, you'll hear me deal with somebody or say something or act in a way that I, and I don't want to do that. I want to be nice and I, I go out and I do something that I wish I wouldn't have done. I'm trapped. I don't need a religion that tells me don't eat this and don't eat that. I, I don't need a religion that tells me don't watch this, don't watch that. I don't need a religion to tell me don't listen to this or don't touch that or don't associate. I got a major sin problem in my life. It controls me. And that's why Christmas is a big deal. It's a big deal. Verse 21, and she will have a son. And you're in the name of Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. So now there is no condemnation. Are any of you happy about that? There is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses, it was just unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this. So the just requirement of the law could be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, 
but instead follow the Spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature, they think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about the things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind, it leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature, it's always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are under its control of the sinful nature can never please God. Verse 9, but you're not controlled by your sinful nature. You're controlled by the Spirit. If you have the Spirit of God living in you, and remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you, even though your body will die because of sin. The Spirit gives you life. Because you have been made right with God. You sit here today right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal body by the same Spirit living within you. Verse 12, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what the sinful nature urges you to do. If you live by its dictates, you will die. But though the power of the Spirit put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. There's no other religion that saves me from my sin. I was dominated and I was controlled by a sinful nature. And even when I wanted to do right, I couldn't do right. And wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in that manger was all man who owed the debt and was all God who was able to forgive the debt. And he gave his life so that I could be completely and totally forgiven of my sins. No. All religions aren't the same. They're just not. When you say Merry Christmas this year, I want you to know that so much more than just a passing greeting between you and the clerk checking you out. It's because of the birth of our Savior, my heart has been made merry. When you are being judged and under the condemnation and under the guilt of your sin, there is not a merry heart that you live in. And many of you have been under the guilt of your sin, under the fear of being found out about your sin, under the worry about your sin. But when you accept that baby laying in swaddling clothes and lying in that manger, that brings a merry heart to you. And this week, I pray that Merry Christmas takes on a whole new meaning for you. Because the one who saved you from your sins has been born. And with that, I say to you today, Merry Christmas. Y'all stand with me.
We hope that you have been blessed, encouraged, and motivated by today's message. If you are interested in more messages by the pastors at CM Church, please log on to our website at www.cmchurch.com and click on our podcast link. You can also purchase series and other messages at our online store. Thank you.